Hello and welcome to Kenya Keep a Secret, part of the Pull Tab Sports family. We are sponsored by Jimmy's Salad Dressings and Dips. We're getting to the end of summer, folks. We're, you know, State Fair starts tomorrow. We uh, we are inching up to Labor Day here. So if you want to get the coleslaw going, it's coleslaw season. We're almost to the end. Memorial to Labor Day. Have you done any of the coleslaw? Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with you though. You why, say why, 12, why does why does coleslaw have to end? It's you're like, really it's, just it's, you're really messing up the ad read. So you think it's a it's a in it's ongoing all seasons well, are coleslaw well seasons. jimmy's coleslaw is fantastic so if they want to change it it's their deal so i'll root for whatever their you next thing you're is right. salads you're right you're the, right. the dips but why do you have to put a why do you have to yeah, put them why in a box? put solid why put coleslaw in a box yeah you just why put, put baby in a corner yeah you're right tom you're it's like right wearing white before labor day right isn't okay. that what you're supposed to do? i'm gonna start over okay go so on. guys uh you can have coleslaw whenever you want it's a, it's like an infinity pool of goodness. There is, there's no pressure, guys. I don't want you to feel pressure. I don't want you to think there's ten days left. I got to do all the coleslaw. You can have it whenever you want, but the reality is, you should prioritize it. It needs a place at the table. Don't sleep on the slaw. I've personally been into this thing where I got the cool Jimmy's coleslaw next to the, the simmering baked beans, and that contrast of temperatures. And textures mm -hmm. is outstanding. Well, you're a big texture guy. I am. I am a big texture. It must be from wearing a retainer when I was a kid. So the uh, uh, if you want to buy Jimmy's coleslaw, go to Cub, go to Hy-Vee. Um, they've got pineapple. They've got regular. They've got fat-free. As they like to say, don't you be messing with the dressing. Jimmy's coleslaw. All right. Let's get into some things. We got a guest today, Nate Schmidt from the Winnipeg Jets. I'm pretty excited. Uh, he, uh, in former Golden Gopher, mm -hmm. as the case may be. Dun, 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 dun. So um, we're pretty excited. Nate is a notorious uh, goofball. We'll see if he clams up and like any most of our guests, if he just completely shuts down and gives us nothing yeah. when he's on our podcast. But in the real world, he seems like a pretty fun guy. So we'll find out if that's the case on ours today. Um Fair starts tomorrow, uh, the annual 12-day pilgrimage, the great Minnesota get-together. Is there a state fair in Wisconsin? Yeah, I think there is. Yeah, it's in Milwaukee. Have you been? Never. I wonder if it's any good. If This seems like one of the places where Minnesota has the upper hand on Wisconsin. I, I think all state fairs are pretty good, actually. You know, same thing. Minnesota's is huge. It's one of the top three in the country, right? Texas is supposed to be unreal. Been to Texas, actually. What's better, Texas State Fair or Minnesota State Fair? Oh, I mean, again, I like Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, they're very identical, right? But if I had to pick, I like Minnesota better. Um, so I am married to a person that loves the State Fair, probably averages eight and a half trips out of 12 days. I did the best Christmas gift I, I believe I've ever given is I, I bought her a bench at the State Fair. So it says her name on it. Like just her name alone? Yeah. And then you get it. got to send me where it's at. I'll go sit there. It's cool. So you get, uh, and you can put a little picture and a, a little message on like there. Like she's dead? Like she's dead, but she's not. Um, oh, okay. and, but it has the feeling of is being dead. Is that foreshadowing? Dead. It has, well, if you're going to die, I think going to the state fair eight and a half times a year is probably putting you on that path. Yeah, especially <laughs> this year. But um, so uh, this deal was like, I think it was like 1500 bucks. And and it's guaranteed five years at the fair. You have that kind of cash? 
I, I didn't at the time, uh, but I did it anyway. Credit, and, card, credit card, 19 uh, payments? Uh, probably, yeah, okay. 26% APR. But I uh, I put it out there, and then you get um, uh, you get 15 uh, – you get five years for sure. And then if the bench is in good shape, they just keep putting it out. And so right. it's kind of there. And then when it's done, you can you can like get it from them or buy it from them. Does she change your photo every year? No, the photo's the same. Um, is it a swimsuit photo, two-piece? It is not uh, a swimsuit photo. I'm a, a, I'm a marketing guy, so I'm just a, trying to figure out a way to get more people to the bench. It's a... It's a photo of us at the fair. Oh, little awful. Right? That's like wearing the concert t-shirt to the concert. Yeah. Yeah, I probably should have done more of like a headshot, like a LinkedIn thing or a a two-piece. Why don't you just have bird shit on it? I wonder if I could change it. I could could probably change it. So um, I, I too, like the fair. And the way we play the fair is uh, live music. So spend a lot of time at Dino's. Dinos has really good bands. Is that the big, the big, uh, like uh, grand or not grandstand, but it's over by the the rides. It is. It's over by, I believe, the giant slide. It's got the, um, uh, it's the Euro place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they, they have that girls. almost netting on the roof, and they have a lot. They have like okay. four live bands every day. Okay, just cozy in, watch some music. Um, we basically watch music the whole time. There's uh, giggles right by the side door. Okay. Has like, not the dude from uh, Gabe's. Uh, Remember Giggles from Gabe's? Was he a comedian? No, he was like the guy at Gabe's. Gabe's by the park. Oh, I don't. His know, name was, was he, Giggles. Really? This yeah. is a bar called Giggles. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Um, kind of by the side door of the fair. Okay. Um, Wayne and the Boys plays there. Outlaw Country. Okay. It's only Wayne, even though his band's called Wayne and the Boys. Uh, maybe it, you think he's referring to his penis and balls? I do not know. Okay. It's possible. Um, Tim Sigler. Mm-hmm. Uh, is often there. So you get kind of country vibe right away. I think he plays in Stilly a lot. Yeah, he plays at both Hudson and Stilly. That's also a great show. That's a hell of a circuit. Um, but so my staples, uh, we really like, um, there's a burger place, the Midway Men's Club. So this is a little honey hole, a little secret. I think two bucks or a buck 50, and it's a hamburger, almost like a White Castle. Mm-hmm. They just run this grill all day, charity. Mm-hmm. Um, and and when you're at the fair, and it's open kind of late, so say you're leaving at 10, you know, the fireworks just went off or whatever, grab one of these little burgers and a beer and walk out with it. Outstanding. What are some of your staples, your fair staples? Uh, corn, big time corn. I mean, I, we just make a beeline for, we, we go once a year. The corn roast is a- yeah. We just walk up with a ticket. They're just cranking out, you know, hundreds of people deep or just getting ears of corn. Love that big time. I'm going to get one those this year and then go to the bench, find your wife's bench and sit there and enjoy it. Um, I like to get the uh, roasted turkey leg. Ooh. And then, and then um, obviously, like I like grabbing some beers and just kind of walking around. I mean, actually, you know what? For how much shit I give you about Minnesota, I actually do like the state fair. We go once a year. Kids might go multiple times, but our family will go once a year. It's it is it's a lot of fun. We've been to a couple concerts, but nobody great. You know, just kind of hanging out. So you have the fake front tooth too, right? Uh huh. So corn, you can go right off the cob. We know how I eat it. No. no, I'm just kidding. The long way. <laughs> oh, that is just so teed up. Uh, yeah, I can eat it, John. My my teeth are not that brittle. They're not made of wool. I can't. I can't do it. It'll my thing's barely really? stuck on. Yeah. Well, you just kind of like then. Well, you do so many fucked up things, dude. 
you're drinking decaf now. You probably stand there and get a, a get an ear, and then you probably Have take a knife and then slide it off like you would do a kid. Put it in one of those paper cones, yeah, like a, from so, a water machine. And, and, and folks listening, I'm not joking. That might be happening this. Can you this imagine summer. me sitting at the side yes. of the corn roast, yes. going, "Hey, can somebody find a plastic knife? Yeah, and, and I get it from a different booth. I get it from Dino's, maybe. Yeah, I can totally see it. And then I'm like, I, "No, I do want it buttered and salted, but would you, <laughs> you shave off the corn and then asking into it, this? Is it gluten free? <laughs> into and, this yeah. paper cone? That is pretty much my life at the moment. But um, it was a good gluten free pancake, though." Today or yesterday? Yeah, today. That was a gluten-free pancake. Keys is the best. Yeah, Keys. No free ads, but if they want to sponsor, they can. Um, anything else? Uh, so I never done the turkey leg. Yeah, that's a messy one, right? So yeah. that's actually like you need wet wipes. Uh, no, I mean not with the turkey leg. Um, I um, get it. You get excited about it. You dive into it. It's 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 an adventure, right? Because it's got all the muscles or tendons or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not like a chicken leg or something where you just kind of crush it and throw it away. I mean, you're kind of during the middle to the end. I mean, you're really working to get the meat off the bone. It's a little veiny. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Don't, I don't love veins. I know. Um, I'm trying to think uh, other staples. Uh, do you like the cheese curds? Yeah. Are you a cheese curd guy? Oh, Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. I like going I like going to the Midway. That's fun. Yeah. You know, throw away. You, you play games? Yeah. We fuck around and, you know, waste a bunch of money on Pop games. some balloons. Boys like to shoot the hoops, you know, and get the bigger basketball hoop. We walk out of there with so much shit, it's unreal. So you're good at the Because our games. family is very talented. Really? Just period. So you have like a stuffed animal on your shoulder walking out of the yep. whole family's like proud the and happy. there. Yep. Wow. Yep. Yep. That is not how it would go for me. And then I lay within my room for days. Um, hey, did you see this thing yesterday? Uh ASU name in their stadium, Mullet Stadium. Yeah, I mean, is that a joke? So this is just, I, I don't think so. But it's, so I wanted to break this down with you. You would know. So the press release comes from Arizona State. They claim that a family, and the, the part that is a little telling, which I liked, is it was like Bruce um, Cooter Mullet. So they had in nicknames, like in parentheses, his in, right. qu in quotes, like a little nickname that gave you kind of this Camaro vibe. And his wife, like Denise Mullet, had given money to this 5,000 seat, seat stadium. And because of that, they were going to name it Mullet, Mullet Rink or Mullet Arena. Okay. But historically, ASU, whenever I was around them and we were talking content and stuff. Is that had, coach still there? Yes, Greg Power. So they, okay. they always had these anonymous donors. So all I ever heard when money was coming to the program, because it was, it was always anonymous. So I think what they did, mm -hmm. which would be world-class PR, I think somebody gave them money and they just added this little wrinkle of, you know, would you care if we, you know, we found that there's a season ticket holder named Mullet and, and we're going to, you know, we're going to mm -hmm. name it Mullet Rink and yeah. turn it into a story. But the question I have for you is, now, the NHL is going to be playing there this year. Right. So that feels like a kind of JV, um, you know, wooden bat league yeah. promo. Yeah. It doesn't feel like something the NHL would be loving, you know, mullet arena. Right. Do you think it's a PR thing or do you? I mean, I think it I can't well, imagine again, there's a couple named mullet I that just unloaded no. dough. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know. So I shouldn't speak on it, but I will. I think it's completely a PR thing. I don't even know if I'm that thrilled about it. It's almost like, hey, 1970 call, and it, it wants its you know, hockey 
turn back. Um, you know, mullet, you know, that's kind of stereotypical. Everyone, you know, if you play hockey, you wear a mullet, which, you know, I mean, come on. But, um, but I think um, from an NHL standpoint, I don't think they're really going to care. They don't care. They it's, don't care. It's kind of a wild they're, west. They're, they're, they're basically, that's a, a landing spot until they can figure out their next plan. And, and now, again, without being such a, having such a big stick up my ass, I give them credit. It's fun. It's it is fun. fun. We're talking about yeah, it. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, so I should just shut the fuck up. I, uh, I went to the Twins on Sunday. I know you've been to 11 games this year or maybe 12. Um, <laughs> That's amazing because it seems like every other day you're at the fucking Twins game. <laughs> I, uh, so baseball is weird. Right? I just wanted to just break this down a little bit. Um, it's So you ever, I'm sure you have. So when you go to a baseball game, especially with your wife, mm-hmm. it's like you got to basically sell them like this is going to be like, super boring but like it's outside Mm -hmm. and i'm going to get us tickets in the sun and like it's it's 80 degrees whatever so i show up i knew out of the corner of my eye they're doing like a minnesota twins hall of fame deal like on on site yes like there's like bust and stuff or like yeah like guys and you know 30 guys in light blue sport coats sitting next to the pitcher's mound okay here's a terrence fogarty for you but i had underestimated that that was maybe like a 20 minute deal, yeah. 15 minute deal. So when you roll into a Twins game, yeah. one o'clock, you're on time and then you go 55 minute program in wow. the infield. Wow. You know, Cesar Tovar, Dan Gladden, everybody talking, sun beating down. I mean, I thought I was going to lose the wife before the game started. Like, <laughs> let's let's roll. Really? But, but the best, there was Dan Gladden is such a beauty. So he gets out and he goes, uh, his wife's there and he goes, he does all, he just, he did a speech like uh, Dick Vitale where he would just look out and whoever he saw, he just started talking about for six minutes. Right. So it was just completely like, this might be two hours long. Okay. And he go he sees his wife and he goes, God, I remember the first time I met my wife, I was running the track at like Cal State Fullerton and she came around, she was running and she was wearing a Mickey Mouse t-shirt and Mickey's... <laughs> And Mickey's ears stretch from here to here. Oh my god! <laughs> and it was someone oh, had a line. That is, that is it, so great. It was the loudest the place was the whole day because yeah, the Twins turned in like a like a five to one loss or maybe yeah. five nothing. That's super. You funny. know, Buxton's raising his hand to go on the IR. Well, um, you know what's funny is like so. You know, I've, I've been involved with baseball for a long time, and you know, and and I love going to the Twins games. I mean, I haven't been eleven. T- I haven't been eleven times this year, but I like going. I love the park. I kind of like where it's set up. But for me, going to baseball on a nice day, there's nothing better. Even if they're not winning or if there's a bunch of shit going on, you go there just to kind of chill, have, you know, enjoy it. Great and way to have a conversation. I love going to the games. Like great first date. So right? when you, you know? go next time, let me know. I'll go with you. Because yeah. where tomorrow, do you like to sit? I like to sit everywhere. I can sit way up top. I can sit, you know, nice seats. It doesn't bug me at all where I sit. Yeah, every time I go, I always look up and there's a guy in the top row corner of the top seat. Yeah, see, I'm thinking, stuff. who is that guy? I would do that in a second for any any event. I bet, you know, I, I wouldn't have a problem sitting up or deck. I have. I, you know, I've been lucky to sit in some pretty cool spaces. Um, but, you know, like with baseball, I, so I, if I had a pick, I like left field, like that's those bleachers or those, the that bud, area. Bud deck? Yeah, I like that. 
Like, I haven't you know, been up there. It's super cool. It's right next to that bar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That place looks good. I like that place a lot. That's fun. I usually do third base in the sun. Um, Row one. So you have, do you bring your glove? Are you a guy? You know, it's funny. So um, they got the netting now. They didn't have this before. So and you were whole, totally against that because you thought that just, you know, you wanted that danger. I like it to be authentic and dangerous. I, I'm a, that's how I live my life. So after I rode my motorcycle down to the twin stadium <laughs> with, no helmet on. with no helmet, just a half shield. So I, uh, these baseball players, they can throw that ball over the net you're, you're, perfectly. So it's go, it goes two inches over the net and just lands in some kid's hand in like the third row. I don't even know how you do yeah. this. If I was trying to do that, first of all, they're running off the field. Yeah. And they just, it's like a jump shot. It's like, you know, they just drop it in. So one of them came right towards me. And your natural instinct when this happens is to try to catch it because it's it's coming at you. And I totally like, I, I got it all in position, but it was like a foot higher than me. The guy in the row behind me caught it. And I kind of almost fell over in my seat and, and wife looks at me and just goes, what are you doing? Why did you try to catch that? I'm like, well, if was, you would have caught it, would you give it yeah, to a give kid? Yeah, give it to a kid. Okay, cool. To give it to the kid is the best, right? Just yeah. to turn and be like, oh, I don't know if you saw this. I just caught this ball. Here you go. And then everyone claps for it. Oh, You're yeah. A great guy. Yeah. yeah. That yeah that's sense. a good that's moment. That's exactly how you do things. Um, Hidden agendas. Go just ahead. tying out. Yeah, it's mostly about <laughs> me. So if you go, going back to Mullet Stadium, did I'm assuming you saw the Mullet contest in Wisconsin with the children. I did not. Oh my God! They, there this, was family reunion. Trust me, I see it every year when I'm back in Wisconsin. It was something. It was kind of like it was like the mullet of the year. I don't know what it was, but and it was really young kids. So it was like, yes, yeah, I don't watch really young kid videos. <laughs> no, it was yeah. There were I think it was mostly photographs, but it's probably the same thing. But um, yeah. So Wisconsin has been between Arizona and Wisconsin. The mullet had a really great week. Um, hey, uh, speaking of great, uh, Joe Mama's salsa is with us. Um, they are a magic carpet ride for your mouth, which is something we don't throw around loosely on no, this podcast. We, sure don't. We, we don't, especially as we head into state fair season. But if you want a salsa that's different. It's not this like grocery store runny tomato salsa. This is right. like the real deal. Starts tart, finishes with a kick. Plus, he's a local company. He's tied into hockey. Wayne's the man. Wayne's the man. Uh, Joe Mama Salsa. Get it at Cub. It's it's uh, you know they're based right here in Woodbury is actually where their office is. But if you're a hockey family, I know some people are listening to this because of. Mr. Schmidt, who's going to come on in moments here. But if you're a manager, this guy started this company in hockey rinks with his beer league team. They started making 200 barrels of salsa. It turned into a real product. And he he has this idea about closing that loop and going back into the hockey community. He wants to give you close to 50% of sales right back to your team. And he wants to become an institution like a Hedgie's Pizza or some of these other fundraising tools where when you're thinking about raising money for your youth hockey team, you're thinking about Joe Mama's Salsa. So please reach out and uh, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, too, because, I mean, obviously we've had kids go through youth hockey and we've had to do a bunch of stuff from selling pizzas to Reese to candy to you name it. And I think it's a natural. Who wouldn't want to buy a, a six-pack of salsas, different flavors? that you know, Everyone uses salsa, right? And so um, I think he's he should be the official salsa of hockey. And you should support him. He's a uh, he's a coach. He's been in the business forever, and and we love him. I think he's an awesome dude. It's a great product. Existing coach at Park. Yeah, he's it's great. The other thing is, it doesn't need to be refrigerated. 
So if you're selling pizzas, right? Think of when you buy these 200 pizzas, you got your freezer full, you got to get another freezer chest, you're using your neighbor's freezer. This stuff is shelf stable. You could just have it sitting out on your porch, sell it, leave it in front of someone's door when they buy it. You don't have to, you know, have a have a cooler when you drop it off. So pretty easy, low maintenance. That's Joe Mama Salsa. And this is our special guest. 527 games, 187 points. Washington, Vegas, Jets, Canucks. Fargo Force, 81 penalty minutes. I got. <laughs> we got to get into that oh, at yeah. some point. Golden Gopher beat Wisconsin two to one. I was there. One of the greatest games. 74 points. Three three years of uh, of college. So I said wow. we weren't going to be rubes, but I just started out with <laughs> smokes. Uh, but hey, we wanted to start. You know, Tom and I have been talking, and um, when's the last time you saw Big Wet? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Uh, live at my wedding. <laughs> so I I got to thank you. Uh, I spent the morning getting to know Big Wet, and I also bought a tin of tobacco, which we'll get into later, because of you, Nate oh, Schmidt. God. So I so, like the first part of that, you know, Big Wet, the tin of tobacco. That one's on you. We'll come. We'll come back to that. So so this Big Wet, as best I can tell, it's like if Luke Combs had a little brother that noodled catfish. <laughs> And had like uh, uh, auto tune. Like this guy uses auto tune. Like Little Wayne uses auto tune. <laughs> like, like Post Malone auto tune. Yes. Okay, like full right. auto tune. Um, I think he has four songs, uh, which are <laughs> uh, Squad, Fourth of July, Beer, and Turn Up on the Weekend. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> so as I understand, I gotta it, get hit. I mean, uh, we talked about him. I got. I will listen I to. I listen to all of them. It's something. By the way, so sort of a joke. But also awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like That's you're it. like you're listening to it and you're like, this is like a joke, but also I want to listen to this every Friday night. Man, every Friday on the way up to the cabin, I play it on repeat. I think my wife hates me for <laughs> She's like, Allie, I go, Allie, what are we doing this weekend? <laughs> so so you get married this summer. And your your wife, who I've had the, you've helped me. Thank you, by the way, for helping with the uh, not only the Washburn Foundation with the kids, the hockey hair team, all the good stuff you've helped us with personally. But your wife is like your chief of staff. She's yeah. this amazing woman. Yeah, like Condoleezza Rice meets <laughs> Obama or whatever. But you're going to notice something. John does all these comparisons. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, she's okay. she's that's good though. She's a good one. So yeah. how in the hell did she get big wet to surprise you at your wedding? This is the greatest. <sighs> I worked on her for probably two years. I was like, we got to get Big Wet to the wedding. <laughs> we have to. I just want him there. I think it would be hilarious. He's going to play. At this time, we had three songs. I think mean, he's going to play a three-song set, and we're going to have an amazing time. Like, the guys will love it. So my family loves it, like our group of friends. It's just, it's kind of a cult. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. a little bit culty. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so I asked her, and she said, every time she said, no, not a chance. We're not doing that. It's, you know, that's what we like to call a classy wedding. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. Yeah, well. Um, but so finally she had messaged, messaged him on the side. And I, and I, you know, the last time she said no, she gave me like the no. Right. It's over. It's over. Yeah. I don't I let don't, go of the big wet yeah, dream. Yeah. Let go of the big wet dream. And so <laughs> you watched me right Wait into Wait a second. We're not cutting that out. We'll talk, about, we'll talk about that later. Walked me right into that right. one. Oh, sure did. Um, yeah. So she ended up talking and to him and got him there and, he didn't really respond until like the day before, or he responded, but forgot to kind of respond to her until the day before the wedding. So she didn't know if he was coming or not. Sure enough, the wedding coordinator was like, hey, big wet just led. Oh my God. And so what when, does he wear? He, like, he, what he, is he like? And does he have a neck beard? Like, give me a little, like, what does, does he, he smell from? like? He's from 
Uh, Long Island, Staten Island. He's from New York. Okay, okay. Um, he's a big Denver Broncos fan, which I thought oh, was interesting. Very interesting. Um, but he is a mountain of a man. Okay. When he walked in, I went bananas. All of our buddies went bananas. <laughs> I pretty much yelled every song with him four feet away from him. Had you ever met him before? <laughs> no. I just, okay. we, him and I had talked a few times online, like, okay. uh, like back in the bubble during, uh, the NHL season during the playoffs. Yeah. I had asked him to like send us a couple like a video montage like a stuff to get the boys fired up because the guys were listening to it in the bubble like crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, yeah, and just it was it's very culty, yeah. Just, How it, did you get hip to him? Uh, my best friend went to a wedding and some guy played in the car and then it just spread like a disease around all of our friend groups. So oh it's, you are going to love yeah, it. It's like amazing. You, this is specifically made for you to love. So in your life, <laughs> you've now had Big Wet turn up on the weekend yep. with your squad. Yep. Drink beer. Oh, yeah. Did you get married on the 4th of July? It was the week after, but you Damn call it. Close. Yeah, you call it, it. Damn, son. It's one, the same week. One would say it's the, oh, you can't call it the trifecta because he's got I four know. now. <laughs> I know, he's got four songs. <laughs> we play them every weekend. And the only bummer is that it ends after 15 minutes. <laughs> well, that is just, a, that's a hot start. And he's a good, I, and he's, it sounds like he's good to do it. Oh, yeah. He just, like, you, you meet him, like, you don't know what to expect. This guy from New York that's kind of a cowboy, but he also kind of raps. You know, you're not really sure how to really take them. Yeah. Allie called and she's like, I didn't know what to call him. But I just called him like, what's up, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, big. Like, that's his first thing. <laughs> hey, big. Did he go deep with you or does he like play and then he like sneaks off? Oh, no. He stuck around the entire night. He was the last guy awake. I couldn't stay awake anymore. I think it was like 3.30 in the morning. Cheers. And three of our buddies, Cody Eakin, yeah. uh, him and my cousin, Mike Baldwin, were up with him until I think four. And I think they, I, I had to, it was enough for me. Well, oh, hey, just congratulations. Yeah, that's that. awesome. yeah, it was I amazing. I, I can't wait to listen. Yeah, you got to listen to it with an open mind. Oh, I got nothing but an open we'll mind. We'll mix some big wet into the video for this too. Yeah, cut some big wet in here today. Well, yeah, we could splice yeah, it in. Yeah, we'll, we'll splice it in. So my, I got a daughter who's a senior in college and she uh, hit me to Young Gravy. Mm. And I was sitting in the car one night. We're at the, we're at the Blaine Rink, and yeah. she and I were get. We went there to pick up one of my younger kids, and she goes, "You got to listen to this." And I almost shit my pants. <laughs> and I'm an old dude, and I'm like, "Who you is could this? you could shit your pants?" <laughs> yeah, I could shit my pants. Yeah. Actually, I have shit my pants. But um, I mean, who hasn't? Exactly. <laughs> but different di different styles. But he was fantastic. So I love Young Gravy. It's it's similar. Yeah. 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 It's on that Same line of genre, like, like, uh, like uh, is it funny or is it right, real? Right, and right. actually, let's stop asking because it's good. I yeah. mean, I, yeah. I will say this. Watching the music video will make... He has a music video. Oh, yeah. Turn up on the weekend, he, he rides a white horse. Oh, <laughs> it's something. Yeah, this honestly, I mean, I look, I'm already in. You're out for a soul. You're not going to do anything the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I usually um, don't anyway. <laughs> so we like to talk about what guys do outside of hockey, right? Your passions, your hobby. You're wearing a short side uh, hat because you got a hockey tape we want you to talk about. But yeah. who is Nate Schmidt off the ice? What do you care about? What are your passions? You got side businesses. Tell us a little bit about the Renaissance man, nature. Oh God. Uh, I guess I, people always ask me, you know, how do I get to be like me? I guess like, what do you, how do you always get like, so man, someone pays me to have fun every day. Yeah. You know, like that's, Super cool. I mean, you guys get to come in here if you guys enjoy. Seems like you guys enjoy being around each yeah, other. We, we, we like <laughs> it. We do okay. That's we what I'm right. saying. So it's so it's such a fun thing to have. And so that I try and bring that to all my parts of my life. I just got done playing a sand volleyball league last night. 
I like to do just about everything athletically just to try and keep yourself well-rounded. Yeah. But for me, like, I, I love being at the cabin. I love being at the, my uncle's farm. I just, you know, I kind of have a tight group of people that I, I really lean on. Um, my, my family is a really big part of my life. So I think, you know, just from all sports, you know, school, my mom, if I didn't, when, if I went to graduate, it, oh God. <laughs> so I mean, going to school and do all those things. So you, know, you went back to the U and got it done. Yeah, because that would have been bad. Mom wouldn't have been happy. Uh, there were schools I don't think that that made the cut from like that made my cut. You yeah. know, before I chose to go to Minnesota, but that didn't make her cut. Oh, you know, she was like, no, 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 we're going. This has got to. We got to go high. You know, this got to be. You know, you got to make sure you finish no matter what. How um, long did it take you to go back? When did you get the? Because you did the three years and split, right? Yeah, so. did the three years. I went back. Uh, I did a class that semester. Yeah. Um, in the fall, did two more in the in the summer. I mean, I'm, I was working on training back at school. Anyways, I still work on training back at school, and yeah. so I was like, might as well just take them in the summer. So I took two more in the summer. The that summer after, I finished two summers later. Ah, nice, Mama yeah. Schmidt. Yeah. So what were some of the schools narrow. Mama didn't like? Uh, Mama didn't like things that weren't uh, high educational value. Okay. So let's just how about this? All this the ones I was down to the end was was Colorado College. Okay. And Minnesota were the two final teams for me. Okay. Um, North Dakota didn't have any room. They had just signed a, a defenseman that was my age, Nick Matson. They were like, "Hey, we have no money for you." Mm -hmm. So I went up there and I was all excited because I I had a lot of good feelings. I'm like, "Man, this is a great hockey program." Yeah. And then I uh, went home. They had no money left. And so it was, uh, you know, like I love St. Cloud State was another one, too, that I wanted to go to. My, both my parents went to St. Cloud State. Mm -hmm. But I kind of wanted to do my own thing. Right. You know, and kind of wanted to go off and be away from home. And which, I mean, let's be honest, an hour and a half away or an hour and 15 minutes isn't that far away from yeah. home. But that's but, what's kind of nice about it. Big you, metro. You're, away from, you're yeah. away from it, but you're. I also could get to jump in the car and be at the farm and go hunting. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so big hunter fisher. Yeah, I, I, and that's honestly huge about Winnipeg too, which is actually really nice. Right. You know, it's I, you try and find outdoor things as much as you can. Like in Vegas, we would go side by side all the time up in the mountains. We'd go out to California, up and around the Rockies. It was amazing. It was something that uh, I still do. I went this summer with the guys um, when we went down there. So so. Winnipeg and Vegas are different, right? Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you traded you traded a sand buggy for a snowmobile. Other than that, you're about the same. Nightlives are different too, right? Yeah, I, I, I've seen TV on both, and I they seem different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The water freezes over in one, not the other. <laughs> yeah, the the Bellagio fountains are. Hard. Yeah. It's, it's hard to they've get. Never, hey, they've never frozen. Yeah, you can't skate on the Bellagio no, fountain. Yeah. No, Although that's yeah. a good hey, idea. Hey, the the, uh, the All Star game this year had a pretty cool thing where they had the uh, skills competition yeah. out on the Bellagio fountain. I thought oh, that I, was super cool. Yeah, I did Pavelski that. represent the old the old guy was Man. the he was a gunner. That guy can do anything, huh? Don't play ping pong against him. No ping pong, no golf. Apparently, Nothing. he's an absolute stick in golf. Yeah. And, I think uh, he took like second in that pro big yeah, pro am yeah. deal this year. Yeah, I never tip pucks against him. That guy hasn't missed one since '98. I don't think. Tell me about short side. What uh, is this your? I don't know if you have multiple business ventures or uh, you got a tape company. Short side. What's yeah. what's your uh, what's your shtick, Don Draper? Shtick. Sell us some short side. <laughs> yeah. Hey, short side's been awesome. It's two guys started out of Maple Grove here. Um, my best friend jumped on board with them to kind of help them with their finances um, and their tax stuff, just as a you know, white coach is one of them. And so I was in Vancouver and they kept on sending me samples and samples and samples and kept going over and over and over. Finally, we found a batch we liked. And when I came home, they asked me to come on board just for like a small little piece. And in three weeks, I sold everything that we had. <laughs> and so I said, guys, I think we need to get a lot more. And 
I'd like to buy in. So what, what's the what's the the, the difference? What's yeah. The, what's the perk? So the way a tape is made and the way that things are done, you can kind of choose echelons on, on tape. You know, how much fabric you want, how much dye you want, how much adhesive or what flavor of adhesive, meaning how sticky, how much you want to put on it. We went for to try and go after the very top. Like we said, we would try and get something. The guys started it because they wanted to have something affordable to give to kids so they wouldn't go and get hammered at, you know, at the stores and things like that mm -hmm. so they could sell directly to kind of like Costco, you know, like that wholesale look to it. Mm -hmm. And that's been our bread and butter so far. We've just been going to teams, haven't done any retail, just straight into um, we're in six NHL locker rooms, 25 NCAAs, 26, 26. That's in a year and a half. Wow, twenty six nice. high school teams, and, and, the, and the and the and the price on it's reasonable. We went right down. We we sell it just at at wholesale. Oh wow, okay, yeah. So pretty much we would get it for we we. You, you guys are into making money. We yeah, we make some <laughs> money. I mean, we make some money, but we want to make it so that we're for people able to buy it. You're getting it at a better, you know, and I think you buy it wholesale from us. You get it for a dollar eighty a roll instead of going to the store and getting it for four or five bucks. Wow, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, so just we just. That's the way that we wanted to do it, and I guess it's been awesome so far. Been so much fun. And is it different in terms of how it performs? Is it uh, like I, I, obviously you cut out the middleman, so your business model is really different and compelling. But is there, as far as the product on your stick, is it different? Yeah. So we went with the double dye extra adhesive, so the less rip, less uh, <clears throat> a little bit more dense fiber. The more dye you add to it, it's, it gives that a little bit more plush feel to it. Because I, I said to the guys, I said the most important thing for me is that tape doesn't fray off. There's nothing worse than getting halfway through your stick and all of a sudden it frays off the end and you have a half clean, half frayed off stick. Yeah. And so I said, guys, that's going to be the most important thing to me. Mm -hmm. So adding a little bit higher thread count was also a big part of it as well. We went for the durability and you know, that little bit thicker durability uh, feel to ours. But uh, I actually wow. think our, our clear is the best. Okay. Super taut, doesn't stretch out that much. No, I love using clear tape because I'm I'm a beer leaguer, never really played. You, and you don't score much, right? I rarely game winning goal two and a half. And what do you do ago. when you score? <laughs> I buy a couple, everyone. Well, but you, get, you, have, you have a couple extra drinks too. Yep. So I this is I'm I'm it's hanging like a hole in on. one. He, I'm hanging on on this beer league. <laughs> worst player. No, come on. Worst player. Oh, no, he's, and uh, I am legit <laughs> the worst player. And uh, um, but when I score. I go to the bartender. I say everybody's first drinks on me. Oh, so wow. it's like it's like in the culture wow. that this is good when this. So guy's, guys got to be looking for you often. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. but, but that doesn't make why a don't difference. They, why don't they pass anymore? It doesn't make a difference. It's, it's John's so hard. One hockey's hard. It is. It is. Okay. It is. Um, <laughs> it seems hard. Hey, can we get into cathedral a little bit? So, oh, yeah. so you grow up in St. Cloud. Yep. You go to this cathedral. I think. Maybe at that time, there's the greasers and the socias. Maybe Apollo is the greasers. Maybe you're a soch. You're holding Pony Boy. Oh, is it like Cathedral, the rich kid school? I think so. I, I, I don't know. Catholic, Catholic school. Cathedral is the Catholic school in okay. town. Yeah, it would okay. be Hill Murray White Bear, I would think. I think Apollo would be White Bear. So tell us what it was like growing up playing hockey there. Um, I'm assuming you went to the state tournament a bunch. Maybe you won the state tournament. I don't know. But what was the high school experience like for you? God, that hurts a little bit. We did go to there. We did go twice. I loved it. I had such a blast. We, I thought we were a little different than the city's private schools. We went to school with all the kids we grew up with. So like we were like preschool, kindergarten with the same group. We merged with one school, but pretty much all the kids knew each other at seventh grade anyways. Um, I think we only added one or two kids even to our school when I was in high school. Uh, I loved it. I, baseball, football, hockey. All through high school? Yeah. I, I, I had to stop football because once the Elite League started – 
And I, I broke my wrist my freshman year. I was like, okay, I've kind of got to figure all that. I got to yep. maybe stop football. But yep. um, won a state championship in baseball. Oh, nice. I actually. <laughs> what position in baseball? I played center field. Crazy enough, this is a story that I haven't, I don't think I've told, but I almost went and played baseball instead. Really? Yeah. Oh, in unison, John. Yeah, time. yeah, really. Really? Really? Where? Uh, so I had a couple offers to some Missouri Valley schools and Creighton and Drake and Drexel and some of these smaller schools. And I told my dad, I said, Dad, if a big time school comes, like I, I want to play baseball. I love hockey. I liked hockey more. But I thought at the time, man, baseball, if I could go to a big school, it got, you know, got looked at. There were teams looking to draft me. Mm -hmm. And when I was a junior, I said, wow, like I didn't get drafted in hockey. Now, now looking back, you realize how important it is. Cause I didn't get drafted in hockey. It was actually the biggest blessing in my career of not getting drafted. But so that's why I said to Dad, like, Hey, if I get drafted in baseball, like, let's do that. Didn't realize that, you know, there's 52 rounds and there's yeah. 60 million players around the world. <laughs> I got to tell you, like, so I've been a involved in baseball over my career and I think it's, you know, hockey, you know, all the sports are hard to get to the top level. Baseball just seems Oh. really like almost a notch harder. I mean, I live in Vegas for a couple of years. They play baseball all year round mm -hmm. and they can play outside too. Mm -hmm. And that's just an amazing, that's just how many more extra reps. That's like hockey players from Minnesota. Yeah, You got kids that go to the rink and skate. There's a million rinks, right? And then they can go outside and play on the pond. Most of the stuff that I learned, I feel like was playing on pond hockey. Right. I mean, yeah, you learn the stuff, the systems and all that stuff, but all your skating habits and stick handling and puck skills, all that stuff happens on pond, you know, on the pond. Right. You know, yeah. that's, you know, like uh, skills coaches and stuff have their place. They really do. But unedited, unfiltered kids playing hockey in fourth grade, you know, right. In the, on the sand lots of St. Cloud, that's where you really learn. <laughs> Baseball question. So were you a good fielder hitter? What was, what was uh, just a little bit of everything? You were solid. Yeah. Just a little bit of everything. I pitched a little bit. I didn't have any mechanics. My uncle was one of our coaches. He said, that, right. he goes, it makes me throw up watching you throw to home plate. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't helping you get drafted. No, no I wasn't, I was not going to be a pitcher. I was, I knew I wasn't going to be a pitcher. We had a lot of um, really good pitchers. So I just played center field and just kind of roamed around out there. And you won state. One state as a freshman. Do you yeah. win state at target field? Do you get to play no, at the big joint? So no, we didn't. Midway? This is before that, even okay. before that. Yeah, okay. we were playing. We actually, the state tournament was in St. Cloud. Okay. That's when it was super cool because you won at home in front of everybody. Oh, nice. All right. What yeah. was your eye black situation, your oh. stirrups, um, oh, yeah. crow hop? Like what? Oh, you, yeah. Okay, always, so always like eye thick? black. Like thick? Like No, not blocky. Like guys now. No, 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 not blocky. I just, just you're standard. Okay. You're very standard. I don't Flip up shades or anything? Any other I had, player? I, I had, well, when I pitched, you remember Eric Gagne? Oh, yeah. The pitcher yeah. closer. You, yeah. you play for the Dodgers. You wear those yellow lenses. Yeah. I'd wear those when I would close. Oh, like. <laughs> <laughs> Only when I would come in the pitch had, at the end of the game. You were, that's <laughs> like, when you had those like, on, uh, you were serious. Yeah, you were locked in. Yeah, it was kind of like that because oh, I was a little bit wild. I threw like 83, 84, and then I had like a knuckleball. So you never really knew what you're getting. Yeah. Like oh. Rick Vaughn. <laughs> That's even more dangerous. <laughs> I, uh, hey, so we're going to go, we're going to do one reindeer game. I'm pretty excited about this. I so know, I got yeah. a hot tip. Um, Nate's dad 
owned gas stations for years and Nate, Nate doesn't like chew, but he would sniff each can before he put them away. So if he did a blind chew sniffing test, he could tell you the brand oh my off the smell. So as that turns out, I happen to have three tins with oh, me. No. Okay. So you can't open your eyes here. We're going to test this theory. Hold on. Sorry, oh my sorry, God. Sorry this about is this. the kind of podcast you're on. I, so, uh, this you is gotta, hey, I, it doesn't matter. Close your eyes. I'm not going to do anything to you. No, I know. Um, I just mean like, this is going to kill me. If I get it wrong, I'm going to okay. feel bad. Do I think it's a brand or is this? Uh, I, I, I'll take what I get, okay? So I'll try the flavor first, and then yep, I'll see if yep. I get the brand. Okay, so and the good I'm going to hand this to you. It is open. Don't yeah. touch it, because that might give something away. And just put it under your nose. I'm going to just take notes on this is number one. Oh, my God. That's, uh, that's going to be, I think, is that Grizzly Wintergreen? Okay, so keep going. Just give me some notes. So you think... It's, like it's, got, it's got a little bit of peppermint to it, too. A little peppermint. Yeah, it's got... I got it. Maybe it's... No, there's no peppermint flavor no cheating. I, hey, the good news is that the chew's not going to go to waste. I promise you'll never uh, do this again. I know that. You're killing me. I'm actually like... Uh, It'll help when you do more than one. So just, just yeah. I'll give it back okay. to you. Yeah, yeah, I'll put it right here. Set that, set that aside. That's, that's one. Here's here's number two. Um, I have a, do you guys are putting me on the spot? Some like, of I these like have it. been in my fridge for some time, so don't spell that one. Okay. Uh, it's flat now. Kind of okay. get it under there. This is number two. Oh, that's that's... Oh, that's gonna see. That's got a lot of straight to it. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna, he's that's almost. Okay. He's almost doing this like wine. Yeah. He's got a lot yeah, of straight some, yeah. to it. Well, he's getting some things. It's earthy. Yeah. It's got earthy to it. Yeah. There's a hint of uh, it's not a hibiscus. Is, I think I want to say this is Copenhagen long cut straight. Okay. Copenhagen right. long cut straight. <laughs> I think. Noted. Noted. God, this is gonna noted. rattle me if I don't get these right. Noted. Okay. Third one coming in. This might help you with the first one in a way. Um, don't spill. Got it. You got okay. it. Yep. Oh, man. Did I get the first one wrong? Man? Yeah. See, now yeah. we're putting some pieces together. I got to tell you what. I'm impressed already. Now we're putting yeah. some, the I nose is working. This has got to be Grizzly Wintergreen. Then. <laughs> yeah. Because the first one isn't. The first one's Okay. We're like, going to give you the first one one more time here. Fir- okay. Let me take that one. Because this is not as potent. Is, the other one's is, potent. Uh, and you don't chew, right? I don't chew. We're no. going to come back to that. Hold on. <laughs> so this is the first Sorry. one again. I so the reason the story behind this I don't know if you heard the story behind it is that I didn't really I always got the worst jobs at the <laughs> at the is, store. He'd be like this Nate, is what I wanted our podcast. He'd be like be my dad would be like Nate, go clean the bugs out from under the canopy. <laughs> <laughs> go, I, I gotta get this one. This is actually gonna make me mad. Yeah, I love that he's keeping his eyes closed for like <laughs> half of the podcast. I know. I, 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 I want to say, is it, am I, if it's at school? Oh my wow. God. Open your eyes. Wow. You just, <laughs> you, just, you got all three you got right. right. You got all you got right. School, you got Copenhagen long cut. I got to be honest. If I chew, so do you. I couldn't do that. That, is that, that was un- unbelievable. Uh, so, that so that's how it started. I didn't want to do all the other jobs. I mean, I got those jobs, like painting the gas islands. Awful. You had to like steel brush them. The other one was, which I thought would tell you, the, which is the grossest one, which is cleaning the car wash. You'd never think a car wash would be that dirty. Right, yeah, Plus yeah. all the stuff that comes out of people's cars, the grime, the sand and everything. Yeah. He'd be like, hey, go in there and wipe, wipe everything down. He'd be like, oh, man. So in order to not do that, I would play this game to put away all the merchandise. So, and so I would do it, it and then that would take me longer. And so I wouldn't have to go do those things. So how many, how many gas stations did your dad own? Uh, it was one or two when I was growing up, and then yeah. it really kind of 
blew up when, you know, uh, when we got older. When I went to college, I think he went to eight and then eight to 15, 16. So one of, one of my buddies, we rent our office space from his family was in uh, convenience stores, convenience stores and, yeah. and, and gas stations. It's called St. Croix Oil. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he has, well, he had five brothers and he has similar stories. Yeah. I mean, like, it was, a, there's so many things that I could tell you about yeah. the back rooms of those, the, the warehouse. And I, my dad, I'd, I'd walk in the door and he'd be like, hey, Nate. Um, I'm gonna drop off the produce at the front, uh, go back and fill the cooler. So <laughs> it'd be like the middle of winter, I'd be sitting back there just like throwing the mountain dew on the shelves. Just like absolutely freezing my buns up. Yeah. I'm like, Dad, he's like, no, no, just 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 a little longer, a little longer. And he's sitting up there with my uncle Kenny shaking six five four. Well, that was impressive. I, I'm not, I'm, not was... e I'm not easily impressed. That was, impressive. <laughs> that was a life skill, man. That was good. Hey, eighty eight's your number. Uh, yeah. Defenseman number 88, how the hell did this happen? Is, what, I got to know more I, about 88. I wish, I guess there is a good part of the story, but I wish there was something better to it besides I, again, wasn't drafted. So I went to Washington's camp as an undrafted free agent and they gave all the undrafted free agents the 85 to 97 and it yeah. was very blatant right like, like everybody yeah. else you'd have ignore like, me like philip forsberg had nine and you know like and and uh you guys had a different color jersey too. yeah, like, yeah. Like, practicing on <laughs> rink three three b down there um no and so i i had that then i went back to washington's camp the second year and i didn't think of anything else and they kind of eliminated that. So I think some of the guys were like, yeah, we kind of felt like a little like an outcast, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, and then I ended up signing there after my junior year and I showed up and that was, no one ever asked me. I just thought, man, they just give me 29 or that in college or maybe 21 or that in high school, summer 27 or that in junior. Didn't matter. So I showed up and there it was 88. I'm sitting next to Matt Hendricks and I looked at him and I was like, he goes, 88, huh? That's pretty cocky. <laughs> You're like, you don't know the story. I was like, but I didn't pick that. He goes, sure you did. Right. No one just lands on 88. Right. And right. I was like, no, 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 I'm serious. He goes, well, then just go tell him to change it. I go, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I want no one to know I'm here. Right, right. <laughs> I want to just fly right under the radar. I want to stick around. Yeah, I want to stick around. He should have oh, just been great. like, I'm twice as good as Ovechkin. That's, <laughs> that's why I did 88. That's, so that's what Braden Hovey said. He's going to call him the great ace. He started calling me the great eight. <laughs> I, uh, um, so you said not getting drafted was such a blessing. Is that because you could play for anyone and your options were open and you weren't in this like weird prospect pipeline where you either live and died with one team is that what you yeah meant? yeah i think it took me a a minute to figure that out i mean it was it hurt so bad like when i was a freshman i was like one of the one of like two or three undrafted guys in minnesota so it was guys the drafted guys kind of had to play you know it's, right. it's just the way it was and i we had a lot of defensemen already so i think we had eight or nine or ten even which is a lot and so you know you have three four guys sitting every night anyways so I think, it, you know, I, I didn't come in in great shape after my junior year or my junior uh, season in Fargo. I came in really, really big. Heavy? Like, really like big. Like from what? Like partying and whatnot? <laughs> no, I didn't realize that at 18 years <laughs> at eighteen years old, my metabolism stopped. Oh, so you <laughs> so, had like twist off hands? So like, the... Full, full fat? So, so the... The Cadoba and Taco John's after every practice really caught up to me. And so I showed up to camp as a freshman. And Cal Dietz is a strength coach. He looks at me and goes, what are you? I was like, well, I'm here. I'm Nate Schmidt. I come here. He's like, 
No, no, no. Because, I mean, you look thin as shit right now. No, that's yeah. different. Yeah. So, yeah. And so I had to... Uh, you're looking good shape, I met. Yeah, no, it's it's a big difference. Uh, I had to really cut out, really had to find your diet at 18. What was tippy top? What was the weight? Oh, God, I was... Two different. I walked. I came into my freshman year at two hundred five. I was nineteen percent body fat, which is like you have to play under ten, which is really hard to get to in a summer. Like that's a yeah. lot. Yeah. Um, after my first year pro, I came back home and I gained thirteen pounds in twelve days because, well, all of us were back home. So it was, <laughs> it was myself. And we came back after that that year. We came back after um, our first pro year. So it was Halla, Bukestad, Budish, myself. We all lived in this apartment and it was just went out every, we went to the library, which is now the KK. We went to the library every day and we'd play Big Buck Hunter for beers and then go get Kidoba. And it was just, yeah. Kidoba's oh. a spot for you. Oh yeah. It's it really hit home. Yeah. I, like hit home. Too, actually. yeah. That's, I was like 207. Maybe today. When you were pro or back? Oh. I was like when I first came back. I think, no, I think I was almost 208, 208. I have never touched 210, which has been, but I play around 196. So like when you, when you come in that heavy, are they pissed? Pissed. They're pissed. <laughs> pissed. Like if I show up, then they run. If I if I yeah. showed up in two weeks, yeah, to camp yeah. at two oh six, I'm pretty sure they'd be like, "Really? Excuse me, sir. Like there is a fat camp and you're in it." <laughs> <laughs> pup list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Pup list. So you you go number one USHL futures is what the Wikipedia says. That's where we get all of our information yeah. from. And, and Reliable. It's, and it's the internet, so you know it's yeah, true. Number one, and then. <laughs> The thing I'm so yeah. I've watched you play a lot. 81 penalty minutes in this one year in Fargo. What in the hell are they calling you fat boy or no. what, what? What's going? Why do you have 81 pims in Fargo? And I bet you that number is less because I didn't give out. Our team in Fargo was nails. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, nails. Like we went and got a guy out of the the WHL fighter. Yeah. It was an arms race that year. It was as if you took. I mean, it was the the pinnacle of your. Of your, you know, Derek Bugards and the Ratias Ivanins and yep. the, all the big, heavy, heavy Steve McIntyres, heavy, heavyweight guys. So every, it trickled down everywhere. Right. You know, when I got to the American League, it was all the guys left over from the NHL came down to the American League and it was just brawls, brawls all the time. So our team was like that. We went out and got guys. And so I was the second biggest defenseman at the time. And so we would start all the time. We would send four guys out there and me. And then there'd be a line brawl <laughs> that start the game. I probably had 10, 10 line brawls that year. So like, <laughs> so like, I've always been curious about this. I actually have never asked people this question. Um, like, were you a fighter to begin with? No, you just kind of just do it. Yeah, you just kind of do it. You know, someone just grabs onto you once, and you get hit once, and you realize you're not made of glass, and you better hit back. You better hit back, otherwise you're gonna like. I have a, I actually you know I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna find you a funny picture. I fought Lincoln's fighter. I don't know what I was doing. I just, I was ornery for a little while. And then I, I, I thought I was pretty big. Yeah. You know, I was well, like, it sounded oh. like you were pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I were. thought it was pretty tough. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize, I didn't realize how not tough I was until you I were got wearing the, the Qdoba pinny on your jersey. <laughs> <laughs> that said extra queso on the back. Con <laughs> queso. Hey, hey. Con <laughs> queso. That means with queso, yeah. with cheese. Um, no, yeah. So that, you, that's why. Did, that, did he smoke you? The fighter? Nah, so no, I, I, it was a terrible story. I, I felt bad for the kid. I, he beat me up for the first 30 seconds and I hit him twice and he fell down and hit his head, got a concussion, and never played again. That's Damn. the worst story. That's, I felt so bad. I was, oh, like, geez. I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. Just one of those things. Maybe yeah. give him some of that short side money. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, That's right. Hey, um, 
Uh, God, what was I just going to ask you? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, so there was a fight. I was shocked. There was a fight in the beauty league last night. <laughs> what in the hell? So, so I'm watching this. They've never had a fight in the beauty league ever. Duh, beauty league, I think is duh. what you have to say. D-A, duh. So, um, duh. Duh. Uh, what's the guy's name that scored all the goals? Uh, Bluger? Yeah, so Teddy, Teddy, Teddy Bluger and Vinny Letieri. Four goals, three assists in one game. And then a full-on fight with Vinny Letieri, who apparently is the leading goal scorer this summer. And then I don't know if he just got his shield with his hand or... Letary's whole and, and, that, he's and a nanny basically. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's this a, is a good looking man. Uh, yeah, yeah, you don't want to hurt a yeah, nanny's that's, face. That's a good looking. That's good. Nanny's Letary's grill. Either either it was Teddy's blood or his face. What in the hell happens when there's a fight in the beauty league? People must have been like, "What is happening?" So you should. The guys. The uh, I'll start from the back. End. Were you in that game? Or I, I was. Okay. I was waiting to go on the ice because okay. we were the made, next semi. Yeah, but we had a. Uh, like a charity game for the special players right after. So I was dressed ready to go. We were walking out and there, yep. there's a TV in the, you know, behind the scenes in the back of the locker room so that we can watch what's going on out there. Um, but the craziest thing was the crowd didn't know how to react. No. No all, one. It's no, all kids. No one. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone just kind of like. There's really not much fighting anymore. Yeah. Well, especially not in the beauty league. So no one says anything. It just goes <clears throat> silent. Even better. And they're all traumatized. All of a sudden you get the guy, <laughs> I don't want to play hockey anymore. And all of a sudden you get the guys on the bench standing up just <laughs> banging around. Yeah, like, good chill, good chill, boys. Anybody, Teddy? <laughs> I mean, I just, for what I had heard is, because I saw Teddy, because Teddy came walking right by me, and I, I didn't see it until I saw Teddy. I was like, what happened? He goes, and he just tirade. <laughs> I was like, Teddy, are you okay? And Teddy's really, really quiet. <laughs> And uh, uh, so they, apparently they were just pushing and pushing and then cross-checking and then cross-checking a little harder, a little harder, slashing a little this, a little that. And all of a sudden, I think Teddy goes, all right, we're going to do this or not? Yeah. Thinking that he'd be like, okay. Nah. Nah. And nah. Vin, Who's, Vinny's just covering. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no. Vinny actually gets him twice at the beginning, um, but Teddy does clip him. That's actually, it That's is Vinny's. It is Vinny's. Yeah, Teddy clip Oh, uh, nanny blood on the ice. No one likes to <laughs> all see all over that. The, all over the shield. It was something. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, the numbers and youth enrollment. It's like, it's like right when people are deciding if they're going to play hockey. Every they mini, all got their $4 tickets. They're like, I'm out. Every <laughs> every minivan going home is signing up for lacrosse. <laughs> uh, it was it was great how do you like the beauty league is that a fun deal in the summer it seems like that that lady does a nice job with the social you've yeah, been, yeah. You've been quite funny on there yeah. is it a good time you yeah like it's it? good you know what it's just sometimes it like uh the double time a week where if you get the late games like back-to-back -back late games and you got to get up and and skate in the morning or work out in the morning and you get home at 11 o'clock it's it's a little harder yeah who's uh, who's your agent I'm with uh, Matt Cater. He's a guy out of Boston. Okay. So I'm not with the Octagon Group. Okay. Because um, they're the guys that started it, right? Yeah, yeah. Hankinson. Hankinson. Yeah, Hank and Mac. Yeah, yeah. Hankinson and McAlpine. Yeah, yeah both you know guys. Yeah, they're good dudes. Yeah, yeah. Really good dudes. They run a great camp. Um, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's something. It's it always is interesting as the further on it goes. Like the beginning of summer, it's just high-flying sauce, guys trying to do whatever they want. And then all of a sudden, the closer you get to camp, Everyone kind of, and then everything kind of starts to ramp up a little bit. I think it's it's like last game. We were up five nothing. They scored three quick goals, and all of a sudden, our guys is whoop. All right, time to turn it on for a minute. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's because no one really wants to get embarrassed. Right, like they want to see cool stuff happen. How what, how does it work with you guys in preseason? Do you guys play a lot, or do they kind of break it up? Uh, 
Depends. Depends on how long, like in Washington, yeah. that group had been together forever. Right. Still is together. Right. And those guys would just play home games or they right. would just play, you know, they'd play like 10 minutes a night and play power play and just, to, you know, the Nikki Backstroms and Ovi and John Carlson, those guys. Break a sweat. Well, yeah, you break know, a sweat. Get their, get their touches down, you know. Well, because I got to tell you, like, the NFL has gotten so bad. Like, nobody plays. I mean, those guys play a, a series. Yeah, but I mean, so I was and talking about Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to play a series. Well, he doesn't have to. Well, I mean, like I wouldn't. <laughs> he could show up in Game him, Six. Yeah. I think. I mean, I wouldn't if I was him. Well, God, I tell you what, you know, because you're a big Vikes fan, I'm a big Packer fan. But I was telling Kinger one day, this Jordan Love, not to get off on a tirade. Oh my God, I would do everything in my power to make sure Rodgers could play until he's sixty. He's that bad. Jordan huh? Love is just awful. And they're, and is, they're, that, is that fandom saying that? Is yeah, that, is that yeah I don't know shit about it. But 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 to your point, though, like I look at it from a fan's perspective, and you know it more uh, better than anybody how things work. But like, you know, you commit to a guy, you move up, you piss off your superstar. You know, he's not what you thought he is, but you still have to keep him because you, like, you look like shit. And then they're going to try to trade him. No one right now is going to trade for that guy. Now no. watch tomorrow. He's, he's just gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's going to be so, in Cleveland. You heard it here. You heard, <laughs> you heard it here. Bryce Lay, but anyway. Jordan loved to, to Cleveland. <laughs> well, I'm done. Oh. I'll shut up. <laughs> Have you seen uh, Bufflin at a Kudoba up in Winnipeg anywhere? Is he still? Uh, when's the last time you saw Dustin Bufflin? I saw Buff uh, at the United Heroes League golf tournament. Do you ever just imagine him coming back and dropping like, 70 bills and just joining the Jets again? I, or, I, think, ever I think we asked. You, I think we asked. Could you get him off a pontoon? Or? I, I think it's more on to get him out of the blind or get him out of the, yeah. out of the fishing. You know, I just, he seems like a cool dude. He he's, is. He is something. Buff is, uh, he's kind of a unicorn. Yeah. You know, he's a guy, I actually, speaking of Buff, I have an amazing Buff story. <laughs> Buff and Eric Johnson were training at, uh, at the U when I was in college. Yeah. Um, or it might have been my first year pro. And Wednesday was always a really heavy, big lifting day um, for legs, you know. And so our guys are getting all jacked up and hadn't seen Buff on Monday or Tuesday and still haven't seen Buff yet. It's Wednesday morning. <laughs> Seems like a pattern. So I'm like, foreshadowing. I was like, Buff. Uh, I, was like, I was like, guys, is Buff coming in today? And Ben Peterson, I think he, uh, he's out working for the 49ers now. He was their trainer. He goes, yeah, Buff's supposed to be coming in. He's going to be 15 minutes late. So our guys are going there. We're all warmed up, doing a bunch of squats. Buff walks in the door. Must have just came off the plane. Like, had a T-shirt on. Wasn't a workout T-shirt. Was wearing this. His shorts were half ripped. And looked at him. He goes, yeah, boys, I just got home from Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and everyone kind of looks at me, and, and Ben Peters and the trainer goes, all right, Buff, it's heavy leg day. Get in there. He goes, all right, just put 500 pounds on just whatever. Walks under the rack. One, two, three, four, five. Racks it back up, and the five of us are kind of just like looking at each other. And he goes, is that good enough? And ben, oh. So Ben goes, well, and he's trying to get smart. And he goes, all right, put 50 more pounds on. I go 550, whatever. He goes, if I do this 10 times, can I go home? <laughs> he goes, yeah, Buff, you can do this 10 times, you can go home. <laughs> 10 times, walks up, racks it off, and just walks right out of the <laughs> Walks right out of the gym. We all, no one said a word. We just kind of stared there. It's like, dude's a folk hero, man. Dude, he's, I mean, he it's really insane. Is. I never, I mean, he's a guy that could get on a rack, could probably come out tomorrow and shoot 100 miles an hour. And he's just, he's and, got it. And he just decided to stop, right? Yeah. I'm, well, they had some injury discrepancy, who knows, but I'm glad that 
He's just like out in the wilderness somewhere. I just love that. I <laughs> yeah, love that he's like, like you could see him. He's like a legend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he yeah. like it's like Sasquatch, right? You could like oh. see Buff somewhere. Hey, and be Buff, like, hey he's still here. He's Buff, out. There. Hey, Buff's been known to hang around the yeah. lighthouse. Yeah, <laughs> you go out there past noon, you might see him. He'd be a good thirty for thirty. He'd be oh, yeah, the story of Buffer would be would be good. I, uh, I we're almost we're basically out of time. Yeah, I was yeah. just gonna. Um, I don't. Know, I want to do a little gopher. You you skating with the team this summer? Yeah. This decor is supposed to be off the charts, yeah? yeah what's, what's it like? Uh, what do you see you from see, Minnesota? Yeah, you see a lot of guys like we skate with them. Brock Faber is going to be a, a good player, man. He's He's got a lot of jam to his game. I think his stuff off the ice is actually even more impressive than stuff on the with ice. With his family and, yeah. Just everything, just how he carries himself. It's very pro. He's got a very pro mindset, which is really cool. A guy that you need in your room is something you don't see a lot of. That kind of that alpha... Right. Um, he's not going to be in your face about it, but he is going to grab on and say, Hey, this is the way we're rolling. So I, I'm really a big fan of his and, you know, uh, Comer and Johnson, these guys, I mean, they have a, be a great year. I'm excited to watch. I mean, yeah, me too. what's really cool is this, like when in Winnipeg, we have myself and Wheeler. Yep. And then you have the, the Bulldogs, you have Don Tonato, Neil Pionk, Dylan Sandberg. Yeah. And then we had Austin Paganski was a, when it was, he was a Nodak. And yeah. so we had so many guys. Got some Michigan up there. Yeah, we had a bunch of Michigan guys. Uh, and I think it was so much fun because we, and, I mean, can we say that we bet on college hockey? We bet on college hockey. Yeah. <laughs> we would bet each other. Friendly, friendly, friendly bets. bets. Yeah. Friendly bets. Yeah. Yeah, guys would bet. Be fine, oh, right? yeah. Um, but yeah, that was actually the most fun about it. But I'm, I'm excited for them this year. It's going to be exciting to see them. So do those guys... Um, Show some respect when you guys play against each other, or they're just fucking. Let's have at it. I love it. I, I always tell the guys, I'm like, hey, let's go. Like, Give me everything you got. Don't, don't. I, like, I don't want you just to be like, oh, these guys are pros. I'm not going to try right. very hard because they're better. Yeah. I'm like, the hell with that. I, right. I like it. I like it when guys get well, after that's not, it. That's kind of why you're there, right? Yeah. I mean, you're there to I, get better. Yeah, that was me. And you know, I skate with you know Polly Martin, Goligoski, yep. all these guys. When I was there, I looked up to them. I was like, I didn't want to screw up. I want to give everything I had. Right. You know and. So I think I like that part of them. You know, I think it's going to be, it's going to be exciting to hear from. So I got one. Can I ask one last question? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys are good. So, um, so if you were uh, playing now in the NIL period, how much cash would you be making? Oh God, I don't know if I. Because you're an entrepreneur. I yeah. I don't know how much. I don't know. First of all, as a company, I don't know how much these kids are making. I do know the kid, uh, Luke Hughes, in Michigan. In Michigan. I know what he got from uh, American Eagle, I think. I, I can't screw that up. Maybe oh, the clothing brand? The clothing brand. They got a bunch? Yeah. yeah. So we started call, I mean, I couldn't believe that no one had came up with the nickname Eagle for the kid. But right, I, right. Yeah, it's American yeah. Eagle. Yeah, yeah, American yeah. Eagle. I think he got like 30 grand. Damn. Did, did you watch the World Juniors? I didn't see much of it. No, I didn't. God, he was hurt and uh, and he wouldn't come off the ice. I don't know what the situation was with this. So Faber was his partner. Yeah, yeah. He literally couldn't turn. He's a defenseman. He couldn't turn and he wouldn't come out of the game. So Faber was just running around both sides of the ice trying to compensate. It was it was hard to watch. It was yeah. just like, like, dude, you need to just be out. Yeah. Play the power play. Yeah. I don't know, ride a bike or whatever you need to do. But yeah, yeah but I yeah. play with the, I play with him over in World Championships. He's uh he's a good player. I mean, I play with his brother Quinn and and uh in Vancouver, they got a lot of skill. Yeah, a they lot. Can wheel. It's just things that you just. I mean, he's going to learn as he becomes a pro. I mean, he was the best player for both teams a couple of times overseas, right? <laughs> you know, but like he, he just <laughs> as he learned as the tournament went on, you could see how much he matured and yep. playing with Seth Jones helps. 
<laughs> yeah, that's not a bad thing. Well, hey, man, we loved having yeah. you on. You were as advertised. Hey, if <laughs> you were fantastic. in NIL, you could have like a YouTube channel, Chew Sniffer. Oh, God. You know? Well, if you move on to other <laughs> sniffing things. The worst, the worst part about it is I do it on the plane all the time. The guys will be like, I'm like, hey, man, can I get a little yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, like, make him, I'll make them throw over my thing and just toss it back to them. And, you, and, you, <laughs> nev- and, you, and you really, you never chewed at all, even as a hockey player growing up. I have had a couple just but to it wasn't try, but deal. it was like it was never. No, God, I that's just... great. Well, it's better than glue. It's better than glue sniffing, kids. This, <laughs> this has been Nate Not Schmitch. Much. Uh, thank you so much for your time. We had a blast with you here on Can You Keep a Secret? Pull tab Sports. Peace out.